Well, hello and welcome to the 10th recording of the PPC Chat Twitter discussion that happens on Tuesdays at 5 p.m. GMT. Uh, my name is Anu, founder of MindSwan, a company through which I aim to share my ideas about paid search, paid media, and especially my passion for doing digital reporting well through a tool that is already very well known to all of us in the paid search industry and which is on everyone's laptop. That's right, Microsoft Excel. Now, before we go into... Um, yeah the the details of this discussion i want to give out a give a big shout out to and of congratulations to the yeah the top 25 um list of people who made you know the yeah top 25 of um ppc hero hannah pins um um yeah top list top 25 you know ppcers to to watch out for to listen to to follow who do um you know give really great um ppc insights that included some of um, the regulars on ppc chat like um like kirk kirk williams of zeta um milwaukee ppc that's joe martinez um also we've got um some of our um new uh, new um new risers in it in there we've got natalie beretta so big congratulations to you guys for getting those um really well deserved recognition um so yeah so going in yesterday we had um kyle shirts um take us through the topic of conversion rate optimization a very useful topic i believe because all the traffic in the world that we're sending through google is useless if you're not performing consistent conversion rate optimization to see whether you're actually attracting the right audience um okay so let's dive in so um yeah kyle short seems very excited he says super excited to be hosting ppc chat for the first time it's going to be a great time talking cro strategies and tactics to move the needle um and then he continues with um good morning all that does as does the our start super excited to be hosting the ppc chat today to kick it off let's start with your favorite barbecued or grilled food since we are coming off memorial day um robert brady comes in with his i'm a big fan of ribeye but also like myself some ribs when a smoker is involved um and um and then yeah we've got matt graves going with with pulled pork um and so yeah i think um yeah he goes straight into starting the question saying another ppc chat question to start us off for my fellow nba basketball fans is this the year that will force nba commission to 2025 to implement a 116 seeding um instead of east versus west so yeah, I'm not a big um, basketball fan. <laughs> to be fair, I used to be much younger when I was much younger, and she, when I used to watch it with my dad and my brother. But not so much anymore. So I'm not exactly sure what that that one is about. But I obviously there was there must have been some really big um, basketball games <laughs> over this um, past few weeks. So yeah, so as you can imagine, there's been some like. Um, Really good replies in regarding to barbecues. We have some people saying that they like pork or, or barbecued okra um, and uh, brisket burnt ends by Julie Piccini. Um, but yeah, let's go right into dive into um, question one. So Kyle goes, all right, let's jump into CRO. Um, <laughs> question one, what's your preferred landing page tool to create new pages and why? Um, 
And um, yeah, we've got Julie Piccini coming in with her answer to question one saying, I have really enjoyed using Unbounce and that's a handle. So yeah, you can check out Unbounce. Um, as someone who has built website, it really streamlines what you want or need to do for landing pages, which are different animals than regular website pages. Oh, really? That's very interesting. I'll be checking that out for my website. Um, um, it rhymes with eyes as Julia Vice comes in with, I'm onto, um, I'm into Unbounce and Squarespace for all the way um, new builds, for all the way new builds, for testing tools. I'm into convert.com or it's a highly pricey cousin or it's highly pricey cousin um, optimizely. Um, we've got Emma Franks um, coming in with like her answer to um, her favorite um, thing on the barbecue, which stage uh, steak kebabs are probably my favorite thing of a, off a grill. And then we've got Robert Brady coming in with his answer to saying whatever the client can get launched soonest with correct tracking for a workaround. I've had good success with Unbound too. Um, and then we've got Jim Banks coming in um, saying that we love HubSpot for creating landing pages. You can use smart content so the pages changes depending on context. No need to make 10 PPC landing page variation variations. It also allows you to see what other traffic channels move the needles. Um, so yeah, very interesting. I'll be taking this from my website. Um, and then we've got Heidi Smith saying, um, replying with, with um, we've been using Google Optimize lately and actually really like it. It gives us more control and allows us to rely less on our clients' IT or getting the right access to run our tests. Um, and then we've got Kirk Williams. Um, yeah, I feel like Kirk has just taken a little bit, bit of a break from us. So we're glad to have him back. Um, he gives his answer to question one saying, I've only used Unbounce so they win by default in my book. Too busy to investigate others at this point when we already have a working solution. Um, and then um, John Kagan then replies to Robert Brady where he says, whatever the client can get launched soonest. He goes with, I concur with this. Hate to say it, but whatever is fastest. Um, and then, yeah, we've got Emma Franks replying with um, to question one saying, I don't work directly with landing page creation, but um, our CRO teams love unbounce on landing page creation and testing. Um, and then um, Carl Schertz then replies to Heidi Smith, um, where she said that we've been using Google Optimize lately and I can really like it. And then Carl replies to that. Do you? Do you utilize the on-page changes and how do you feel about them? Um, Heidi replies, yup, that's what we did. For the most part, it was good. The changes are basically dynamic though, so have to be careful. If any changes are made to the page, you are testing by the client. Also can be a little tricky depending on what goal you are testing. And then we've got Matt Graves um, who replies with um, never use the landing page tool, direct changes, then monitored metrics. Um, and then, um, yeah, Kyle Schertz then replies to um, Julia Weiss's um, answer um, about convert.com. Um, and then he goes, have not used convert.com, but definitely will check it out. Um, and then um, it rhymes with eyes. Julia then replies, it's surprisingly good. By surprise, I mean, it's not super well known, but it's good. Um, so, yeah. So um, we've got Jim Banks continuing with his previous answer going. The most important thing is we need to be able to create landing pages with all the distractions removed. Dedicated PPC landing pages are essential. Um, and then, yeah, Julia Piccini replies directly to that and um, answered by Jim Banks. And she replies this times a million. 
Um, and then, yeah, Heidi Smith then replies to um, It Rhymes With Eyes. Um, because um, actually, Julia Weiss had replied to, to Heidi saying about Google Optimize. Um, and then she goes, I haven't tried it yet, but my client is going to start with it in July. Any tips you can offer? Heidi Smith replies, definitely take screenshots of the edited test pages to save for your files. We had a client redesign their website and since it is dynamically applied, we couldn't go back later and see what the test looked like when it looked like when it ran. Um, Julia Vice replies, oh my God, I'm writing that down. Thanks. Anything else I should know? The client is a bank, by the way, not sure if that matters. Um, and then Heidi Smith replies, yeah, it was an unpleasant surprise. Luckily, we had sent the client images to approve. So it was all good, but I didn't expect it not to not save how we had tested it. Um, okay, so continuing with um, Carl Schertz, he goes, let's jump into question two. Um, he said, let's jump into the analysis. What's your go-to tool for insights on behavior with the page? Are you team Hotjar or maybe team Crazy Egg? Um, so yeah, that's all um, handled. So that's Hotjar or Crazy Egg. Um, we've got... Um, yeah, Robert Brady replying to Jim Baxter as well, you know, pretty much echoing what, um, yeah, Julie Buccini said, saying, amen, amen, dedicated landing pages all the way. Um, we've got Mark Gustafson um, replying to question one, saying, Unbounce is a nice and easy to use a, on a non-CRO um, side. I'm not sure about the effect on quality scores sometimes when using dynamic text. It is so easy to use and allows you to make tons of pages. And of course, it's nice not to do maths yourself. What's wrong with doing maths yourself? Mm. <laughs> yes, I use Excel a lot for my maths these days. Um, we've got Natalie Beretta replying, um, who big shout out, congratulations for being one of the you know top risers. Um, she's got. She's gone, I'm no landing page creation expert by any means, but I've historically used Optimizely for landing page variation creation and have started using Google Optimize since it's a nice alternative, but sometimes doesn't play nice with tools like Marketo. Um, and then, yeah, we've got John Kagan then uh, replying to question two saying, my weakness is still to default back to Google Analytics. And then that's in answer to question about using Hotjar or Crazy Egg. Um, Kyle Schertz then replies, I think GA is no doubt still king, but being a Hotjar user, I love the page recording sessions. I could get lost there for hours watching how the user interacts with the page. Matt Graves then goes, do you manually have to pull your findings from Hotjar recording or do you look for specific action from your users? Kyle Schertz again goes, I mainly enjoy seeing what sections are sticky for future tests of, um, of condensing the page or even moving sections higher on the page. Um, and then, yeah, we've got um, Glenn Schmelzel. They're replying to question two, saying that if we make the test with Google Optimize, we get stats from within that tool or GA. For user behavior, we use Hotjar. Um, Jim Banks replies to question two, saying we are massive fans of Lucky Orange. So that's another handle, Lucky Orange. Um, but we where we take it to the next level with tags, custom events, we've made some major improvements analyzing PPC traffic and will be lost without it. 
And so then replying to um, Jim Banks, Kyle Schertz then goes, that's awesome. I will check them out for sure. Do they have good features for e-com clients? So that's in um, reply to Jim Banks tips of saying that we are massive fans of Lucky Orange. Um, and um, yeah, Jim Banks replies, absolutely, they do. In reply to Kyle Schertz's um, question about do they have good features for e-com clients? So Jim Banks continues um, saying that absolutely, absolutely, they do. We've had some epiphany moments using the record. And then we've got Julie Piccini saying, I guess I'm old school with Google Analytics. Um, and then we've got Carl Schertz then going to um, question three. Let's collaborate, PPC chat. What is one of the best A-B tests you have run that really moved the needle? Um, and then um, then we had John Kagan replying in with, we had priced adding we had pricing added to the site and instantly saw a drop in leads so we duplicated the page one with pricing one without and did an a b landing page test to confirm that the drop off was solely tracked to the pricing addition spoiler despite a drop in lead rate conversion rate improved um and then julie Piccini then goes comes in I'm, I'm not sure whether this is i don't think this is an answer to any question particularly but she just goes in one general note about testing and even digging through ga stuff it only tells you what happened not what else could happen important to keep this top of mind um then julia vice goes with replies request to question three saying risky answer here we go i haven't had a lot of success with a b tests my clients find the tools expensive the test time consuming and would rather do cro with their other with their organic campaigns rather than put more dollars on media few tests with fewer results um and then we've got um julie piccini then replies to question three saying i'm just starting a test of local tracking numbers on landing page and add extensions um and then we've got Jim Banks um, replying saying doing a split test on mobile for using images of credit cards versus just having the credit card number just the CC number one hands down. People were just trying to tap their credit card type. Um, so, yeah, so just using the credit card number one hands down. People were trying to tap their credit card type. Um, we got Robert Brady replying to question three saying my best A-B test results have always come from simplifying the landing page. Focus, focus, focus. Um, Julie Piccini goes to um, answer question three and I think it's a part one. Um, in my experience, happy people images work much better than ones where people are still in the thick of the problems you're claiming to solve for them. They want to see themselves past it and happy, not stressed and in need of something. Then we continue with Heidi Smith, um, who um, replies to question three, saying, use Google Optimize for an SEO addiction treatment center client that increased the size and color of the phone number on a location page, 22% increase in conversion rate and 50% more click-to-call goal completions. Um, Matt Graves um, then um, goes in saying, for lead generation, having a trust symbol um, versus no trust symbol, like, be right back lock icon etc on the form trust symbol also wins um heidi smith then replies to question three saying for ppc definitely removing most navigation and focusing the pages cta and funnel on one ask 
um and then um we've got um kurt Hen kurt henninger um in reply to heidi smith saying using google optimizer for an seo addiction treatment center client they increase the size and color of the phone number and location page etc kurt then replies sometimes it's just making the call to action easier to use and improve usability heidi replies agreed many times the original page makes it harder than it needs to be to complete the action simplifying through less form fields or just an easier process usually results in better performance any particular ones you've seen work really well um kurt replies honestly the one you mentioned increasing the font size or core heavy call to action and making it apparent that is how you want to be contacted also faster load times on mobile heidi smith replies for sure and makes sense to help the visitor or customer better understand and good point i feel like mobile usability and page speed gets missed a lot or just isn't a priority when it should be um, then Kurt replies, also adding elements of proof, such as testimonials, certifications, and making the offer clearer have helped as well. Heidi replies, yes, we love testimonials. A lot of times we include them up front. Would love to do an A-B test, though, that includes one page with and one without to see the difference in performance. Yeah, and then we've got Kyle Schertz then coming in um, with question four, saying similar question, but how about multivariate testing? Does anyone have some success stories using multiple pages and what was the strategy? Um, and then um, Kirk Williams comes in with his answer to question three, um, saying that if you want an A-B test to actually move the needle, you have to stop messing with small changes and complete change up um, the B in the test and completely change up the B in the test. Stop changing button color and change the design itself. Um, Julia Weiss replies to question four saying, I had great success in testing uh, messages in out of market areas. The location was itself a test with several different messages. I captured a whole new audience. Um, and then, um, yeah, we've got a um, Jim Bankstein saying um, in reply to um, Carl Schertz saying, let's collaborate. What is one of the most A-B tests, um, best A-B tests you have run? So that's in um, answer to question three. Jim Banks goes, super important to define the hypothesis in advance, get enough data to get statistical significance and record the results, iterate from there. Um, and then we've got um, Julie Piccini then um, replying to um, Kirk Williams saying the thing that... Um, Actually, that's a tweet I missed. So Kirk Williams had said um, in in part two to his answer, saying that if you want an A-B test to actually move the needle, you have to stop messing with small changes. He continues with, that's something I learned from Mark Irvine and Erin um, Sagan, and that's some handles on a WordStream webinar a long time ago, and it's been proven over and over again. Small test changes get small results. Julie Piccini replies, patience is required for any type of testing. You want to be annoyingly method methodical about it too which isn't generally super fun you want to know definitively what influenced the results it should be a one thing at a time and then yeah we've got um carl shirts replying to kirk williams where he said he if you want an ab test to actually move the needle um you have to stop messing with all small changes carl replies replied could not agree more we have seen great results from having the a b test be polarizing versus safe as an example once you have a clear winner you can start moving more towards the small changes like button color 
Um, and then we've got um, Mark Gustafson then replying to um, yeah Kirk Williams as well and on the same answer as to not changing too many little things. He Mark Gustafson says I agree. I try to do the big changes like for instance landing page format, and then apply that to the loser and have them go head to head. Um, and then we've got um, Mark Grace then replying to Heidi Smith saying. Um, same late gen um, dump navigation either they fill the form or no ecom receive better results when navigation is there um and that's replying to heidi smith saying lead gen almost always as that's usually what my clients happen to focus on for ecom we don't usually remove navigation um and then we've got um jim backs then replying to question four saying in hubspot we can have short forms for mobile long forms for desktop nothing worse than complex forms to fill in on mobile device it's called smart content it's generated on the fly effectively every page can be different based on context context but it's one template um, and then Doug R. Thomas comes in with his answer to question three, saying probably the best low hanging fruit was increasing our font size to 16, um, 16 like, point font on some old sites. And then Julie Buccini then, rep then refers to a tool that has been talked about a few times already. God um, replies um, saying on bounce, let's. You have differences like this on your desktop versus mobile versions too. So that's in reply to Jim Banks where, said, where he said in HubSpot, we can have short forms for mobile, long forms for desktop. Um, and then we've got um, Emma Franks um, saying in reply to Daniel Vardy, who said that did AdWords cancel their chat line? Also, how is it that I set ads to rotate without optimizing and AdWords isn't doing it? Um, Emma Franks replied, I don't know about the chat line, but as for the ad rotation, I learned that rotate indefinitely just means every head um, just means every one has had has an equal rotating chance to enter the auction. So lower expected click through rate or relevance could mean a lower ad rank and actually impressions may not be even. Um, Daniel Vardy replies, maybe, but we launched six new ads and paused old ones to test new offers. And from the get go two ads got 90% of traffic. There was nothing AdWords can assume expected CTR relevance, relevance baffling. Um, Emma Franks then um, gives some advice about double checking the ad group setting and um, how ad rotation has been set on both campaign and ad group level. Um, and so, so continuing with um, with CRO, Carl Schertz then um, um, goes into question five saying, when approaching a CRO project, what does your strategy session look like? How far in advance are you planning new tests? Um, but before we get into that, we've got Doug R. Thomas's reply to question four saying the challenge with multivariate is that you need to be able to have enough traffic to make it worthwhile. I can't imagine imagine any of our sites for example could test 53 shades of blue um yeah i was wondering where that was going <laughs> so jilly Bicini then replies to question five saying after discovery initial analysis i will plan where i want to start and it will evolve from there based on what that data shows me um and then um heidi smith then goes gives an answer to question four saying we really haven't done multivariate much i'd love to hear what others have ran and what the results were plus reasonings behind doing that type of tests 
Um, and then Julia Vice unfortunately has to jump off early. He goes, got to jump off early and get ready for a partner call. Thanks for all the great PPC chats. Hopefully I'll come back later today to a ton of Ciara suggestions. Or Julia, you just can you can just read, um, listen to this roundup and you'll get all the suggestions that are coming up. Anyway, so Jim Baggs then replies to question five saying it's better to plan your tests when it's not mission critical time of year, albeit tests should be running all the time. Big test could kill your best time slots if you sell at Christmas. That is a bad time to test something risky. Um, John Kagan replies to question five saying planning versus deployment. We plan test for deployment within three weeks, but that deployment time often gets adjusted for multiple reasons. Um, and then Matt Gray's replies to question five saying boss says that form can have a higher conversion rate. Um, right. <laughs> um, and then we've got Dogar Thomas replying to question five there saying that this isn't a holistic strategy, but I can't justify that too often when bigger issues are around. But I can't justify that too often when bigger issues are around. But if something is broke, fix it. If the site gets enough traffic where you can A-B test, do that instead. Um, and he continues with one thing is that CRO is probably not something you can A-B test easily. If I fill out a form and the back end takes 30 seconds to submit, no amount of visual design will help. So yeah, it's not. No, it, was, it won't always be about design. It will be about usability and speed and being able to get your the results you're looking for a lot faster um and then Heidi Smith then replies to um Jim Banks to actually replies to question five saying usually plan a few weeks out agreed with Jim Banks we run them all the time focusing on company performance goals and working to improve the conversion act actions that will get them closer to achieving them um and then we've got Glenn, Glenn Schmetzel Schmelzel even saying that as John Kagan said, good to set expectations that set up test and decision all take time. Um and then um yeah we've got um Carl Schurz then saying great points. This is a way to score big points with the clients. Um, with the clients when they're having these tested tests buttoned up to Christmas so you can really drive impact and results with the data so um yeah that's in reply to Jim Banks saying it's better to plan your test when it's not mission critical time of the year um, and then Heidi Smith then replies as well saying that really is the way it should be done know you are running your best optimized pages during your busiest session um, season to capture that business and opportunity the best you possibly can if I was a client that's what I would want um, and then we've got um Carl Schurz then saying, this is a great point. There's definitely more to CRO than just the page itself. Lead nurturing and customer service go a long way as well. And that's definitely replying to Dog R. Thomas saying, one thing is that CRO is probably not something you can A-B test easily. And that if I fill out a form and the backend tests, that takes 30 seconds to submit, no amount of visual design will help. So it's not just about design, but about functionality. And um, we've got Heidi Smith then replies to a reply saying, definitely seeing where we improve on page conversion rates to move to the next step. But when the checkout process or full process to get to the end goal is bad and can't be changed, so it ends up not making much of a difference, can be frustrating. Um, Kyle Schertz then goes, couldn't agree more. It's hard working super hard to it, to improve conversions, but the email marketing sales process isn't nailed down. Um, 
and yeah, we've got uh, Mark Gustafson then replying to um, Dollar Thomas um, on the same point about, you know, functionality of the design, um, saying true, but you could set button clicks as a goal and measure that way. The problem might ultimately fall on someone else, but it doesn't mean that there's no point to help on our end. Ultimately, the more clicks, the more leads. Um and then Dogar Thomas replies, I'm of the opinion that your conversion goals should be the closest thing to making your site money. For lead generation, abstracting backwards um, just means your reports look better and your client is confused why you're both not speaking the same language. Uh, Mark Gustafson said, I agree 100%, but I was assuming the issue was on the back end and wasn't being fixed. Better to move and get more leads in than to not. If that can be fixed quickly, then you can wait. If that's a longer project, then got to do whatever you can to bring in more leads. Um, also, increasing those higher up metrics puts more pressure on dev to get their crap together in a timely manner. Um and then, yeah, Julie Piccini then goes in with, um, just makes a general comment saying, shorten your forms. I guarantee you're asking for info you don't actually need at step one. Um, and then, um, yeah, we've got Kyle Schultz then saying, time is running short. I have two more questions I want to pose. Um, for question six, he says, for the e-com expert, experts, what tests do you run to improve sales and average order value? And for seven, he goes, how do you influence post-conversion metrics utilizing PPC? Um, and then we've got um, Glenn Schmelzel saying to question seven, saying we are B2B focused. So checking CRM for post-conversion activities tells us whether we converted the right kinds of leads. Um, we got um, Mike Gustafson um, then... Um, yeah, well, that's actually going back to a question three, um, to a part of question three where they talked about um, where where Julia Vice talked about A/B testing, saying that my clients find the tools expensive, the test time consuming, and would rather do CRO with the organic campaigns rather than put more money on media. Fewer th tests, fewer results. Mark Gustafson replies, but they can get quicker results by paid and apply the learnings to organic. Um, Julia Vice replies, preaching to the choir, my dude, but put yourself in their shoes. 80,000 to, uh, 80, to 100,000 per month for media and another 10,000 on top for a six-week test. It's steep. Um, Mark Gustafson says, I mean, I can see what they mean. But in that case, at least a smaller test, depending on volume, 25, 75, 10 to 90 would do something i always find it odd when companies are never content with profits but they want to be ultra conservative when it comes to testing yeah some interesting insight there as to whether however how much clients um value testing and how much money they want to put into testing what's that like for you for your clients um, so yeah, John Kagan then replies to question six saying we actually try on-site recommendations to show what other products complement the product we're deep linked to to help pad the cart. Um, and then into question seven, uh, John Kagan then continues saying simple remarket, remarket, remarket. Um, and then yeah, we've got um, Kyle Schertz then replying to um, Glenn Schmelzel where he says. We are B2B focused, so checking CRM for post-conversion activity tells us whether we converted the right kind of, of leads. Um, Kyle Schertz then replies, do you run ads to leads? 
to push them down the funnel based on their state their sales status um glenn schmelzel schmelzel says not as much as just making them identifiable with a name email phone number yeah that was that's something that was very important for us when i was working at zoopla where it was not just about volume of leads but about quality of leads so it was very important to work with the sales team to ensure that we're actually driving the correct kinds of leads um then we've got um a few thanks and people like signing out julie piccini says thank you for hosting ppc chat i'll be next week's host topic to be determined oh can't look can't wait for that it's been a while julie piccini has hosted one of these uh my goes goes thanks all and big thumbs up to carl shirts for hosting um and um yeah julie piccini then replied to um john kagan saying i was wondering if anyone was going to bring up remarketing um and so, yeah, it's Carl Schultz then signs out saying thanks everyone for joining PPC Chat. It's been a blast. Be sure to stop by next week um, with Julie Bicini hosting and it's as it's going to be amazing. Yep, no doubts about that. Um, yeah, looking forward to that. So what do you think about that? What do you think about conversion rate optimization? How much of it do you do? Do you do the big tests? Do you do the small tests? Um, how well do you plan it out so yeah I'll, I'll say the big takeaways will be plan it out don't don't do risky tests over your high volume times but yeah test all the time you're all you can there's always new opportunities to learn new things in paid search and conversion rate optimization all right and that's all for me today um and hope you can join us again next week where i'll be doing the roundup when um, julie Bicini hosts um next week next, next week's chat all right Thank you. Bye.